Welcome to Weekly Homilies with Father Mark Sislanko, pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut, part of the Catholic Archdiocese of Hartford. I'm Carol Vassar, Parish Director of Communications, and you are listening to Season 3, Episode 35, for the 24th Sunday in Ordinary Time, September 13th, 2020. Our Gospel reading is from Matthew, chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all his property, in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left... He found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, Pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had the fellow servant put in prison until he paid back the debt. Now when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have any pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then in anger, his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly Father do to you, unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Even though we have the privilege of being able to entertain many liberties, we're not necessarily as free as we may think. Freedom is a matter of the heart. And one of the things that is underscored in the Gospels, above all else, is the interconnection between love of God, love of neighbor, and love of self. In order to love in the greatest way possible, with the greatest depth and self-investment, I have to do so with a free heart. I have to do so in freedom. When I'm able to be free, then my yes to love has greater intensity and integrity. As I begin to extend myself to other human beings, as I begin to extend myself to God, as I begin to look within my own life, 
we begin to realize that our relationships are not always easy. And we often find ourselves in places of discord and division. I'm sure that as we sit here today, each one of us can pinpoint relationships in our lives that have encountered these divisive difficulties. Relationships in which I've encountered alienation. Relationships that have been severed for one reason or another. Some of those relationships can find their way to reconciliation and restoration by simply admitting our wrong of approaching the person I've offended or the person who has offended me approaching me and saying the simple words, I am sorry. Often, those very simple but powerful words can bring relationships back to where they were and achieve the wholeness and balance that you and I and God desire. There are other relationships in our life that are a little bit more tricky, a little bit more difficult. Relationships that don't come upon reconciliation and restoration with great ease. Maybe the individual is unwilling to admit their fault. Maybe we are unwilling to admit our fault. Maybe in doing so and in saying the words, I am sorry, it's perceived that what has occurred is excused. That somehow in pursuing the path of forgiveness, the wrong is simply erased, forgotten, and we move on. That's not necessarily true. Because the path to forgiveness really requires humility. It requires that I know my strengths, but especially my weaknesses. And it requires that I understand all of the stuff that I bring to relationships. And it is that very stuff that can keep us unfree at times. For many, it's hard to let go of past hurts. It's hard to let go of past failures. Sometimes the one that is most difficult to forgive is ourselves. And as we look at the history of our lives and how they've unfolded and how we've come to the place that we are, we also realize that we often bring a lot of baggage with us. And that baggage can influence very easily how I proceed in action today. That baggage can easily color all of the relationships in my life. Unfulfilled needs, wants, hurts, anger, reluctance, fear, anxiety, worry. 
All are signs of an unfree heart. All are signs of the need to pursue some kind of reconciliation and wholeness. And as we look at ourselves, as we look at others in our life, as we look at all of the relationships, we realize that of any of them, it is my relationship with God that is of special importance because it is the fact that God forgives me unconditionally that then allows me to turn to my brother and sister and look myself in the eye and offer forgiveness too. It is important, paramount, and necessary to keep all of those relationships, God, others, and self, intact by offering forgiveness. Now it goes too that there are some relationships in our, heart, in our lives that are so dysfunctional, so hurtful, even so abusive, that the only recourse is to move away and beyond them. There are some individuals who simply cannot be in our lives for one reason or another. Individuals who have caused great harm and have wounded us. But those wounds often run very deep. Those wounds are the very ones that can color my relationships with others and even my relationship with God. They are wounds that can affect how I even see myself. Even more so in those types of situations, forgiveness is even more necessary. Not to forget, not to erase, not to condone, but to free. To free myself from the power of negativity. To free myself from the power of the pain. To free myself from the power of the darkness so that I can love and encounter more freely, more wholly, and with a greater investment and peace. It is this restoration in Christ that our Lord desires, and it is this pursuit of freedom that will allow us to get there. You know, St. Augustine had a couple of interesting things to say. He said there are two works of mercy that allow a person to pursue freedom, to be free. Two works of mercy. The first is to forgive so that they can be forgiven. To forgive so that they can be forgiven. The second is to give so that one can receive. To give so that one can receive. And it's interesting to note that under the heading of freedom, he links forgiveness and giving. And I think the wisdom behind that linkage 
has to do with the fact that if I'm held bound to something that I cannot forgive, to something that I cannot be released from, that some, to something that, in a sense, has me by the heels and has me captive, if the pain in my life is so deep, if the wounds are so severe, if the anxiety and the fear and the absence of trust is so great that I'm afraid to risk and extend myself again, not only to another human being, but even to God, then how can I possibly consider giving of myself, investing myself, offering myself as a self-donation to anything? I simply am not available to do so. You see, and that's where the trap of unforgiveness keeps us. If we're so focused on the anger, on the hurt, if we're so focused on holding tight to that negativity, if we're afraid of letting it go, then we are also going to risk our ability to love again, and specifically to love God. And so there is a challenge that Jesus puts before us with this unconditional request for forgiveness. It has no limits. Because at all costs, we must do all in our power to keep open the relationships in our life. All of them. Relationship with God, others, and self to release myself from all those things and to ask God's grace in helping me release from all of those things that can hold me bound so that I can freely love and give as God desires. Only in this way will we find our way to happiness. Only in this way can we truly discover what the term freedom to love really means. Father Mark Stislenko is the pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Learn more about our parish community at isidoreandmaria.org and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our music comes free of charge from Blue Dot Sessions in Fall River, Massachusetts. I'm Carol Vassar. Thanks for listening. <laughs>